Hello, good morning, good day, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are joining us from around the world today. I want to welcome you especially to today's edition of Marriage Diet with Festus Flourish Osemwahu. Today is the 17th day of the month of June, 2021. You are all welcome. God bless you. Oh yes, what a topic we are having in our hands. What a topic this is turning out to be. We started this on Monday and we thank God for the insights that have been coming out of these topics, the revelations. Wow, it's been awesome. And I want to thank you for those who have been following and of course also sharing. Please do well to share this much more and let every other person have access to this. Please, we're actually doing this podcast both for the couples and singles. So in case you're a couple, you can share with the singles. In case you're a single, you can share with couples. But we just want to ensure that everybody is learning. Correcting the errors of husbandhood with the right feminism. That's the topic we have been looking at for a couple of days now. And uh, we've been able to talk about the fact that, especially yesterday, that the husband has to do the right thing to avoid this feminism in the form of seeking justice okay now i might not be able to go into all of that but if you do follow the introduction and of course the other episode we've taken you will understand what i'm talking about okay i I don't want to dwell into that or go into that over and over again but the point we're trying to make now is yesterday started talking about the role of the man or husbandhood in this equation of marriage and I did say that if the man plays the right role in leadership, all right, leads the wife well, that it's not about rulership, it's about leadership, there won't be need for necessary agitations. And so we need to look back or refer back to that yesterday's audio to have all the necessary information. So I wouldn't want us to dwell on that. And I want to just take to the next step. Let's look beyond where we stopped yesterday okay now today we're going to be looking at another role you know because we are talking about correcting errors let's look at what the husband should do first the right things that he's supposed to be doing okay so yesterday we started with leadership so today we're taking the second one unconditional love what is husbandhood supposed to represent unconditional love just like yesterday we talked about leadership husbandhood the husband in the equation of marriage is supposed to represent unconditional love i'm just going to read the text from the bible then we trust that the holy spirit will expand this before us a very popular place we love to read in the bible we're talking about love and submission let's look at james uh, okay I was just going to say, James, I wanted to say, I want to read from the King James Version, the book of Ephesians chapter 5, verse 25. Okay, I'm going to be using different translations. So I want to start with King James Version of the Bible first. Ephesians chapter 5, verse number 25. It says, Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. That's King James Version. Okay, it's a very popular one. Now, I, I want to read the Amplified Bible. 
the amplified version okay let's look at it together it says husbands love your wives now in bracket it says seek the highest good for her and surround her with a caring unselfish love please take note if you have the amplified version you have the hardcover bible on the line unselfish love just as christ also loved the church and gave himself up for her i want us to understand what that gave himself up for her means so i'm going to read the third translation another version they call this the do reigns bible okay it's another translation of the bible it says husband love your wife as christ also loved the church and delivered himself up for it the other translation is the word gave himself up now this one used the word delivered himself up for it okay now let's look through all of this remember we're looking at the second role that the husband is supposed to play in the equation of marriage and that is unconditional love please take note of that word unconditional in other words the love that the man the husband expresses towards his wife is not supposed to be a precondition of the woman's submission this is profound and this is the truth unfortunately a lot of men don't understand it this way maybe because this truth had never really been made available to them and then that's why you see men argue blindly oh my wife is not submissive oh if you understand what i just read in ephesians chapter 5 verse 25 such a word or statement shouldn't come out of your mouth because it doesn't tally it doesn't relate the love the husband has towards the wife is supposed to be unconditional. In other words, the love that is not a precondition of the woman's submission. In other words, the woman doesn't need to submit to you first before you love her. Remember, I said just like Christ also loved the church. So if it's about how Christ also loved the church, you remember why we were yet sinners. What did the Bible say? Christ died for us. So even before we submitted to Christ in salvation, he already set the template of love and laid down his life. It was our submission. Okay, let me put this way. Our submission made his love. His love was already on ground before we ever even submitted. So when you hear men say, Oh, my wife is not submissive, my wife is stubborn. My wife is this, and they will say, if we are using the template of Christ and the church as the right template for the husband and the wife, then we are saying, even if you think it's unattainable, but that's what the Bible says. We have got to work towards it. We have got to walk into it. We have got to ensure that we can do it. If we couldn't do it, the Bible would not have said, like Christ. It would not have admonished us to love the woman like Christ. Don't forget the Lord will not allow any temptation to come to us that we do not have power over. Okay? So if he knew we can't deal with this or handle it, he would not have said, like, the, like Christ loved the church. It's not a precondition, friends. The love is total. The love is unblemished. The love is unselfish. The love is real. Remember the same love this man felt while he was courting the wife, then the fiancée, he practically ran after her everywhere. This man would leave the office much earlier just to go and pick up this lady from the office. 
Now, I want you to see, if you're a man, you're hearing the sound of my voice, for you to understand that these people are agitating for the negative feminism is because of the environment that is not suitable for them. And if we don't say the truth and stand by the truth and correct the errors that husbands are making today, these wrong agitations will continue. Because they knew your capacity. How do I mean? A woman who saw what you could do all in the name of love. Now you are not pretending you don't even have the capacity for love. That is, you are pretending. And that's why they can't understand why you are behaving the way you are behaving. How? You practically run after them. You will give up your work. You will give up so many things just to go and pick them up. Just to go and be with them. All right, you will spend the whole day with them. I'm talking about those days when you were courting. I mean, it was there. It wasn't about you. You were ready to pull. Please, it's not time to go home. You know, don't worry about me. You know that kind of stuff. Don't worry, I will find my way. You were so unselfish. You go to the restaurant. You go to the eatery. You buy her thing first. You buy her meal first. You go for shopping. If you have money, you're thinking about what to buy for her. You, or she's having a birthday. You're thinking of what to buy for her. Never at that time did you put yourself first. It was always about her, about her. And these were the things that got into our heart and said, wow, this is going to be paradise all the way. And then you got married, and all of a sudden, you started asking for submission. You started asking for, why are you doing this? started asking for respect. These things will come naturally, but the Bible is saying, don't wait for them before you love this woman. Your love is supposed to be unconditional, not attached to anything. This is a hard saying. This is a hard statement. You know, when Jesus was making some of those kind of hard statements in the Bible to the Jews, the Pharisees, they called him all manner of names. They even called him Beelzebub. They called him the devil because they said this, in fact, in some cases, they said this was a hard statement. Okay? It was the hard statement. Now, this looks so hard to some people. You say, man of God, how can you expect me to love my wife? A wife that is not respectful. A wife that has no regard for me. A wife that don't even want to reckon with me. A wife that will insult me. Oh, I'm not the one that said it. The Bible said unconditional love. Now, let me explain what unconditional means. It means love that is not attached to anything as a prerequisite for the expression. That's what it means. It's not means the Bible. And that's why to love is very difficult. It takes something away from you. It inconveniences you. If you're truly loving, it's going to take something away from you. You're going to have to take your eyes away from so many things. You're going to have to say, oh, my wife, oh, she's not respecting me. Oh, my wife is not doing this. You're going to take your eyes away from all of this and love her. You don't love her because you want her to please you. You don't love her because you're expecting anything back from her. This is a hard statement. It's difficult, but that's the way it is. How many of us have this kind of level of understanding? And that's why when I see even men of God, pastors, even encouraging their husbands over this attitude of, you are in charge here, just bully her. You know, this woman, you have to keep quiet. You have to, I said, they don't understand. Love is the environment that makes the woman function. How deep is that love? Then I will tell you how much she functions. She is just like you, you, you bring in 
a fish now and you take it out of the water and you put it on the ground and so children school uh, uh, students come let's do practical with this fish all right i'm just going to teach you how this fish will behave and then after a while i'll put it back into the water and then you see the way it's going to continue oh boy how long are you going to keep that fish out of the water just to teach the students about how the fish behaves the longer you keep the fish out of the water the the, the much you should expect that the fish would die because the natural rehab, the natural habitat for the fish is the water. The fish has got to be in the water. Oh, friends, hear this very well. This is the truth. The natural habitat for the woman is love. It's love. It's love. I have said it three times to lay emphasis on this. You, you, you can't you can imagine how much the woman will blossom into an unusual you know, a, a, a personality of the highest order when the environment that you have placed for her is love. The environment where she doesn't see selfishness, where she doesn't see, oh, me, I'm the man. And I've always said, when the husband begins to say, don't you know I'm the husband, then there's a problem. There's a huge problem. And some will even argue, a man of God, you are just saying it from one side. It's just because you don't know how tough some women can be. And then, like I said the other day, who asked you to marry her? Oh, you didn't see these things? There is no way. Whatever this woman is manifesting today, she manifested it when she was, when both of you were cutting. They were in smaller versions. You closed your eyes to these things. Because to you, to do the right thing wasn't important. I'm sure you had access to singles, relationship programs. It just didn't matter. You, your, your emphasis was just about let's, let's, this baby's hot. Now we're talking about the consequence. You've married her. Okay, now what it means, if you say she's very hard, she's this, it means that you need to up the ante. You need to raise up the level of love for her. Because love is the strongest power that has ever been known to mankind. Love is so powerful. How much do you want to tell me about your wife's misbehavior? Friends, raise up the love bar. Oh, I wish somebody will understand this. Raise up the love bar. Oh, my wife is so stubborn. My wife is so high-headed. Raise up the love bar. How much did you love your wife coming in from the days of relationship when you were just singles? And then, of course, let's assume you didn't see these things. She was pretending. It was a man of God. No, women can pretend. She pretended and I didn't know all this. Okay, fine. Uh, no problem. Now you're in marriage now. The true color has come out. Now, two, four, seven, you're together and she has really come to display who she is. What is the Bible saying? Raise up the love bar. You don't throw her away because no matter how difficult that woman is, the love, when it increases over her, it will break her. It will melt her. It will condition her. Except love is not the greatest power. Except love is not of God. It will melt her. It will bring her to a point where she would adjust herself to the love that is coming from the man. But unfortunately, we often look at, oh, the wife is not behaving very well. Oh, she's not doing this. And then you feel justified as a man, keeping the late nights, depriving her of the money you're supposed to give to her and the kids, depriving her of even your body, depriving her of her, your attention, deliberately doing this just to 
you know, make her um, angry or just to show hatred. You feel justified. After all, she's not doing the, well, the way it's supposed to do well as, as a wife. But you see, from the test we read a while ago, unconditional love really means unconditional love. You're supposed to show unconditional love to your wife. That's what the Bible says. He, he, in fact, the Bible used from the Amplified Version, it said, you know, unselfish love. Not the love that is looking for something in return. Like some men would do, oh, I love you because I want you to submit to me. And I mean, when it comes to sexuality, when it comes to finances, when it comes to everything about home management, it's always about give and take. Oh, no, 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 no. Love is not give and take. Love is not 50-50. If that's your definition of love, you've missed it. That's not what the Bible says. Jesus didn't give us 50-50. Friends, come on, you need to understand this. Because if the Bible is comparing that the man has got to love this woman as Christ, and then we should look at the love of Christ. It wasn't 50-50. If it was 50-50, I'm sure a lot of us would not have had the chance for salvation. It wasn't, oh, I'm contributing 50, then you contribute the other 50. No, he gave 100%. He gave it all. He didn't consider us at any time. He didn't consider our impute. If he was to follow our impute, he would not die. He gave 100%. It was after he gave the 100% that we started giving back 1%. We started giving back 2%. You see, our work of relationship in what we call salvation is the increment of the level of percentage we give to God on a daily basis. You know what I mean? How did you start with the Lord? It was maybe 1%. You gave your life to Christ. You started renouncing some of those things. You see, as you grow in faith, you start increasing. Maybe for some of you, you are now in 15% of your commitment to the Lord. For some other person, it's about uh, maybe 35%. You see, we all grow at different pace depending on how we have been able to understand the true meaning of love and the relationship between us and Christ. Friends, you've got to understand that's the same way. When you give your wife that 100% love assurance, love environment, she is going to start growing from 1%. Oh, friends, if you're seeing some kind of, you know, um, meters or uh, meter graduation, where before you even see 1%, you're going to see 000.1. Sometime it will start with 00.1. But before it hits that 1%, the 00.1 would have been coming up gradually gradually and then as you continue in your love don't look at her leave her, leave, leave whatsoever she's doing or her act leave her just leave her just continue with your love the love will break her the love will break her the love will start changing something will be changing on the inside the nature of the father will be growing on the inside because every time she sees you she sees unconditional love she sees the love of christ sometimes she doesn't even need to go and open the bible anymore to understand understand what love is all about when you have the opportunity to um, have been sacrificed let me use the word to have been crucified and then you say no or rather when she has that opportunity you say no you push her aside you say no i'm going to take this sacrifice for you i'm going to be talking about that tomorrow i'm going to stand up for you you know we have a lot of women who their husbands will never stand to defend them before their own family i mean the husband's family the man will be there, the siblings, the younger ones, the parents they will lambast their wife. In fact, he will even go and report the wife to the family members. 
and they will come they will turn the heat on her and you expect that woman to promote you expect that woman not to promote feminism in a negative dimension because you are not there for her you are not there to protect her the last um, bible translation that I read that said deliver up himself instead of give up himself says it all the man is supposed to deliver up himself for the wife's sake is there anything injurious coming against your wife deliver up yourself is there anything coming from your own family that's supposed to be a war against her deliver up yourself stand before your family and defend your wife it might look like she has a very funny character Things are not well with you. But when it comes to your family, still defend her. Mom, don't, mom, daddy, don't worry. She's okay. I, we'll talk about this. Uh, no problem. No, you go and sit down. You tell them that my wife, she's a witch. She is this. Deliver up yourself for her. Be there for her. Not because some of you, you are looking for how to go after some women fat buttocks and rub a woman's uh, two apples in the front. And you're telling the woman, that, that my wife, eh? she's a very stubborn woman. No? She's a devil. The way you are seeing that wife, so... She's a devil. Do you know for the past 15 years, she has never allowed me to touch her? Because you want to paint her blue black. You want to paint her in a very horrible way so you can get the buttocks of the other woman. Why? You haven't delivered up yourself that way. Stand to take the accusation. Stand to defend her. Look at the story of the woman that was to have been condemned in the Bible because of adultery. Jesus stood. He said, has anybody condemned? He said, no. He said, neither have I. Jesus stood and did not condemn her. Delivered up himself for her. When we do this, there will not be feminism in the negative. There will not be a female struggle, a struggle for let's dethrone the men, because that's the environment. That's the solution against all these wrong feminisms that we're seeing today, with a lot of young people not even wanting to marry again. We must correct this. Men, please listen, we must correct this. It's a hard statement, but that's just the truth. The Bible says we should love them unconditionally don't wait for them to submit submission will be a natural byproduct when you love how long do you need to love i don't know how long did christ love you before you accepted him i don't also know but see this thing is a mystery one day when we leave this uh, sphere of life we understand that marriage husband and wife christ and the church we are so connected that we're supposed to use our marriage to understand the relationship between christ and the church in eternity honestly i pray that the lord will help us will grant us the understanding to do what we need to do at all times god bless you let's leave it here i hope you have been blessed once again today as usual you can connect with us via our WhatsApp number plus 234-81071-26148. We will get back to you. God bless you. Let's do this again tomorrow, God willing. Until then, don't forget, if marriage is an institution, then couples and singles must be students. Marriage care truly cares. God bless you. Do have a great day. Bye.